0: into action. Today, we're speaking with Kevin Coolidge. Kevin is the author of two picture books about real cats, including Huck and Finn, the bookstore cat, and then also another book called Hobo Finds a Home. Both of these have been featured on Cole and Marmalade, I think especially Huck and Finn. Kevin, I'd like to welcome you to the show.
1: Thank you. How are you doing this morning?
0: Doing great, doing great. Thanks so much for joining us in this fallish season that we're in here and getting ready for the holidays. So thank you again for joining us. And first and foremost, before we jump into finding out more about Huckinson and, and your bookstore and your other book that you wrote with Hobo Finds a Home, why did you write a couple of books about cats? And why are you passionate about cats so much so that you have two living at your bookstore?
1: Well, I love cats and. Cats and books, they just kind of go together. If you want to be a writer, I feel you need a cat. You can have a dog and be a writer, but I think the stipulation is that you have to be an outside writer. You know, writing and books and cats, they just naturally go together.
0: (laughs) That sounds great. I was actually thrilled back in the days when I was working with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. And in Newburyport, we had 300 cats on our waterfront area in Massachusetts. And many of the businesses were incredibly supportive of our efforts with regards to trap new to return, helping to rescue some of the kitties and the kittens coming in, putting them up for adoption, et cetera, et cetera. And there was a local bookstore who adopted a kitty from the waterfront named Domino. He would always sit in the front window of the bookstore. And we started a cat calendar way back in 1998, And Domino was the cover cat for the first calendar that we ever put together as a fundraising effort for the Feline Rescue Society. So we are, I am, and many of the folks involved with that organization are huge fans of bookstore cats. So thank you so much for having Huck and Finn as your two bookstore cats. Can you tell me a little bit about them?
1: Actually, our first bookstore cat was Hobo, which is, I wrote Hobo Finds a Home to tell the story of how Hobo come to live with me. Cause he was actually our cat before we opened the bookstore. Me and my wife have for my shelf books here in Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. And when Hobo passed, we wanted another cat, but we wanted to take some time. And Hobo was such an easygoing boy that. We would often have cats come in from the local shelter to give them exposure, to help socialize them, and to give them exposure to find a place to live. And we had a little black kitty come by, and we didn't think we were ready, but he was just the perfect cat. That was Finn. And he was right at home right away, because another thing I love about cats is they all have their own personalities. And he was a very going cat. We're like, oh, wow, he's so perfect. And then the stipulation was, well, he has a brother. And they had already bonded, and they really wanted these two cats to go to home together. Well, one cat is great, but two cats are even better. So we adopted Huck and Finn from a local animal shelter. They had come from a hoarding situation and we held a contest to name them. So we're here in North Central Pennsylvania. Locally, we actually have a connection with Mark Twain. Mark Twain married a girl from Amara, New York. We're right near the New York border. So Amara is about an hour away and he wrote parts of Huckleberry and Finn there. We held a contest, and Huck and Finn were the names that were chosen for them. So they live here at the bookstore every day, and they love it. And people love them. They have their own Facebook page. They were actually featured in a book called Bookstore Cats by Brandon. And then that's kind of how they got their own book. They were in Bookstore Cats, and they're like, we really need our own book. And like, right, (laughs) Bobo had his own book, and it's time for you guys to have your own book. So we made it happen.
0: That's fantastic. I've always appreciated cats in bookstores as well as in libraries. And there used to be a directory of libraries that had library cats. And unfortunately, I feel like that's a bit out of date. And I don't know, do you feel like fewer bookstores are having bookstore cats? Do you know any other bookstores that have resident cats?
1: Oh, yeah, there's several bookstores that do. And there's even some with dogs. Though the tradition of cats and books, you know, they back all the way to the Library of Alexandria. In the bookstore Cats, which Hawkins has been there featured in, there's several cats. And of course, wherever my wife and I travel, we always go to bookstores. So we know several bookstores that you know, have cats on staff.
0: That's good. I tend to see more of like hotel cats and that kind of thing. But I hope that it continues so that there are always Bookstore cats. So I wasn't sure if maybe the cat cafe business was taking some of that away. So I think that's excellent that we continue to have more bookstore cats and also supporting indie bookstores. You are a small local bookstore, an indie bookstore, I guess, and you know, you like to support those businesses also. And I think that's great. Let's talk a bit about the two books. So you've got one book, Hobo Finds a Home. Was that the first book you wrote or which one came first?
1: Actually, Hobo Finds a Home came first. I actually wrote that back all the way back in 2007. And what is that story about? That's the story of how Hobo come to live with me, because at the time, I didn't have a bookstore. Actually, this was before I met my wife. I was living out in the country, and I didn't have a pet at the time. You know, there was this stray cat that was hanging out around, and I hate to see anything go hungry, so I started putting some tuna out. And you know, So of course, he hung around, so I got him some cat food, and I would feed him. And we were out in the country, so there were possums and there were raccoons and there's this big fat cat next door who was named Gonzo that would come over and eat the food what I put out. So I'm like, well, I want to make sure that he will get in some food. So I would let him in on the porch and well, he just kind of moved in and that's how it happened. Your first cat, you kind of adopt each other. So that's how that came about. And that was the story I would tell how he come to live with me because I grew up with dogs. So I love cats, but I had big dogs that didn't really like cats. So I, I didn't really have a pet as a cat. If I would go to my grandparents or my uncles, I would see their cats. and that. But I didn't have cats of my own. So Hobo was actually my first cat.
0: And then Huck and Finn Bookstore Cats, that's the second book, correct?
1: That's the second book that actually came out in July of 2019. And I kind of waited on that one because Huck and Finn was actually my 13th book. I do write other books. I mean, all my books have animals. I have cats raccoons. I have one on my next door neighbor's dog. But I was kind of waiting on that because my wife was going to write one about Huck. We have this like stuffed dinosaur in the bookstore and Huck likes to play with it. So she was going to do this one called Huck and the Dinosaur, but Hubble Finds a Home is so popular that like I do author events and kids love the book so it's like, you know, it's really time that Huck and Finn have their own book. So I made sure to move that up the list. Of, you know, writers always have something that they're working on. But so I'm like, uh oh, that one needs to happen sooner than later. And so I wrote that and got it out there. And, you know, it's been really popular with people who love cats, books, and bookstores.
0: And these books, both, they're children's books. So what's the age range that these books are good for?
1: Yeah, so these are picture books. So the age range is pretty much kindergarten through second grade. I mean, they're great if you are reading to the child. I actually have Hobo Finds a Home has been out long enough that I had that one bought by a friend of mine. He bought it for his nephew. And his nephew's first word actually was hobo.
0: Oh, that's great. So the other thing I'll just mention as a side note, I bought children's books with cat themes for my mom who had dementia and she loved them. So sometimes these children's books can also be really good for older folks too. It gives them something to look at, to enjoy their bright colors, usually cheery. So if you do have an elder out there that's going through a tough time, it could also brighten up their day. Just an, another thought out there for our listeners. While we're thinking about the holidays and thinking about buying potential gifts, and we always want to buy cat-themed gifts, and I will share, I have quite a few cat-themed mugs out there. So maybe it is time to think about the books a little bit more, and it would be great great to get those kinds of gifts. Kevin, if folks are, you know, thinking about finding out more about Huck and Finn and following them on social media, you said they have a Facebook page. So what are the kinds of things that you cover on that Facebook page?
1: Well, on the Facebook page, we share lots of photos of Huck and Finn. You know, we make it fun. So we share some cat cuz cats in the internet are just I always say the internet was made for cats. So we share cat cartoons and I share helpful articles on caring for cats. Locally, we deal with several local animal shelters. So I share something like one is Second Chance Animal Sanctuary. So I quite often share local animals that are either lost or looking for a home. I'll share articles, just cute cat stories from around the world and some dog stories too, because if you're a cat person or a dog person, well, you don't have to choose. So you can love both. So we'll share some dog stories on there as well.
0: Say goodbye to scooping. Say hello to a better litter box. Introducing Kitty Sift, the eco-friendly, waterproof litter box made of recycled cardboard. Just lift, sift, and reuse. See it on Amazon or go to
2: kittysift.com and use coupon code PODCAST for 15% off. Do you struggle to find foster homes for your animals? Are you struggling to communicate with your fosters and keep track of what they need? Introducing Foster Space, powered by Dubert where recruiting and communicating with your fosters just got a whole lot easier. Need a new foster for an animal? Simply create the foster request in Dubert and it will automatically send to existing Dubertiers and also post on your Facebook pages and groups. Need to communicate with your fosters? No problem. Dubert makes it easy to communicate via text with individual fosters or to get messages out to your different groups of fosters. Your fosters can even put in help desk style tickets for questions or supplies they need, and the Dubert system will help you keep track and stay organized. Check out Foster Space by signing in on your Dubert account today at www.dubert.com.
0: So you mentioned that as a business, you work with shelters and you're very supportive of them. I always find this is an interesting conversation. We all respect the fact that everybody's in business is looking to make a living and be able to pay their rent and all that kind of stuff. When you are working with shelters or when shelters approach you, either about their fundraising events or else they you know, or as you said, you know, wanting to have maybe kitty up for adoption in your place or something like that. I mean, do you have recommendations for folks as they approach businesses? What's the best way to approach them would be?
1: Well, one of the best ways, because being a business, we get approached all the time and we would love to do everything that we are approached with, but we can't. So I would try to find out about the business. I mean, cats and animals in general are our special issue. I mean, all our cats have been rescue cats. Everybody, Works here. We have about four people work here. Everybody here is a big animal person, and all. I think every animal that everybody has here currently is a rescue animal. So that's one that is special to us. But you have to realize that businesses get asked all the time. So try if you can to support the business that you're asking. The first time they see you is when you're asking for something. It can be hard as a small business because we are small businesses. Give a larger percentage than larger businesses. But, you know, we do need, you know, supported by our community to help give that back. So try not to have it be the first time that they see you.
0: That's a great suggestion. You know, develop a relationship first and also support the business too. And that will help build that big relationship that will build for over time. I mean, you don't want a relationship for one and done. You want to have a relationship that will be there for over the years. Obviously, with the two books being picture books, there's a lot of illustrations. Are those done by you or do you have an illustrator?
1: I have an illustrator. So the illustrator for Huck and Finn Bookstore Cats is Stephanie Webb. That's actually her second children's book that she illustrated. She also illustrated my dog book, Molly, the Dog with Diabetes. And I love her illustrations. And then the first book was actually illustrated by a friend of mine. It was the only book she's done. And that's Susan Gage. There's an interesting story about that. When we first did Hobo, and Hobo was a Hemingway. He had, now Hobo's past now, but he had the extra, a polydactyl, he had the extra thumb. And a lot of times they call those Hemingways because the author Hemingway. So kind of the whole thing about Hobo is that his memoir. So it's the story of how he comes to live with me. And so when we did this, it's very childlike, the drawings. And that's what we were going for. And when we first started, we were in this little basement and, you no, know, we self-published Hobo and we sold 700 books out of this little basement in our rural town. To give you an idea, our town is about 3,000. And we sold wow. hundreds of these out. I mean, kids love it. And also cat lovers, like you said. And we actually got picked up by a small press, but they changed the illustrations. They made them more cartoony. And it was still cute, but it wasn't as popular. And then that press went out of business. And I'm like, I'm going to bring back the old Hobo. So we did. And no, It's still a favorite. If I go to an event that is you know, younger children, they'll come right to it. You no, know, It's made to be a beginner reader. It's, the font is a nice big font that's easy to read. So it makes a really great book for our children's first book when they're starting to read.
0: Interesting story about the evolution of the book and how it has changed over the years. That's very interesting. So if folks are interested in purchasing either of these books or both of them, how would they do that?
1: Well, of course, if you happen to be in North Central Pennsylvania and you want to visit Wellsboro, Wellsboro has great outdoors. We're actually home of the Pennsylvania Grand Canyons. We have a nice tourism here, very rural, very much if you're into the outdoors. So you can visit from my shelf books in person. Now I realize that you might not be able to get there. So of course, if you want to sign personalized copy of these books, you can go to our website WellsboroBookstore.com. Very easy to remember. We're a bookstore in Wellsboro, so that's wellsborobookstore.com. Or these books are available from other bookstores. Since I'm a bookstore myself and I love small business, if you're lucky enough to have a bookstore in your hometown that you go to. A bookstore can't stock everything, but they can order it. So they can go to Ingram to their wholesaler. Ingram's the largest wholesaler of books in the United States. And they can order one for you and have it shipped right to the store or right to your house. And of course, this is the modern age. So they are available anywhere that you buy books. You can get them online, eBay, I sell some on eBay. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Walmart if you have to do that. But if you can support a small local business, I definitely hope that you do that.
0: It might even encourage them to get a bookstore cat too.
1: Yes. So, no, there are other bookstores with a cat. So, you know, support bookstores, cats, and bookstore cats.
0: Kevin, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today?
1: Well, if you... Wanted to find out a little bit more about Huck and Finn. They were featured on Coal and Marmalade. So Coal and Marmalade are two cats on the internet that have some great articles on cat care and cat stories from around the world. And they did an article on Huck and Finn back almost a year ago, back in November of 2019. They did a nice article. And that goes a little bit about the history of Huck and Finn and how they came to live with us. If you like two cat stories, it's definitely a heartwarming one. And I guess that's all I have to say, pretty much.
0: That sounds great. We'll make sure we get all those links that you just mentioned into the show notes so that everybody can have some quick links so that they can check out the books, learn more about Huck and Finn and your bookstore cats, learn more about your bookstore and the work that you're doing. And Kevin, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on my show. And I hope we'll have you back on in the future. Thank you. So for those of you who are listening in today, please consider sharing this podcast with others. And I hope you'll have a great holiday
2: season. That's it for this week. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We love to hear what you think and a five-star review really helps others find the show. You can also join the conversation with listeners, cat caretakers, and me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Thanks for listening, and thank you for everything that you do to help create a safe and healthy world for cats.